0: This isn't for your eyes.
1: Welcome to a brand new shiny episode of the Groovy Goonies podcast, and if I'm reading the description of our podcast right, we're on episode ten, people. We are indeed double digits. Double digits. You managed to stick it out this long. Um, yes, I am always your super cool host, Mr. Reese Griffiths, and joined always by Dave. Well, as the, always. As always. <laughs> <laughs> by super cool Dave too. Thanks. Uh, yeah, so this episode we're going to do a roundup of the Fractured Visions Festival that we went to. Um, for those of you who are not aware of what we're talking about or have any idea, two episodes ago we released an episode where we did an interview with Mr. Philip Escott, who is one of the organizers of the Fractured Visions Festival, which took place in the Tramshed Cinema down in Cardiff. And basically it was like a two day festival where they showed several movies followed by shorts. Or shorts followed by movies. Or shorts followed by movies, yeah, I get that wrong. Every time I look at the like, the, the layout, is yeah. the main and the short, but actually they did it the other way around. Yeah. I'm a moron. But yes, short followed by a main. Yeah, yes. I suppose first of all, we should discuss the Tramshed Cinema. Did What did you think of the Tramshed Cinema, Dave? First of all, what have you been up to, man? Uh, yeah, first of all, what have you been
0: up to? Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know,
1: my head's a mess. <laughs> um... Yeah, what have I been up to? Not a lot, lots of work, worky, worky, work. work. In early, working late-ish, late because I've been in early, so that makes it working late because it's extra hours. I still finish at the same time, but I'm in early, so I'm working longer, so it's late. Right,
0: okay.
1: Um, Yeah, outside of that, not a lot. Um, I've been trying to do this uh, October 31 days of Halloween, 31 days of horror, October challenge thing. So, I know we were originally discussing doing a Leprechaun episode yeah. based on the Leprechaun <laughs> movies, but I've watched the first two and I've decided I don't want to do it. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, they're not terrible, but they're like, I don't think I could do five in a session like to oh, like, okay. talk about. They're yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty bad. <laughs> Did you get up to Leprechaun in the Hood? No, we've only watched two so far, oh. <laughs> and I've decided I need a break, so I've moved on to something else. I picked up a five-film box set of Leprechaun with the idea of there's five of my 31. Yeah. Um, I watched the first one, and I was like, mm, I'm not really sure if they're going to milk this for, like, five movies. <laughs> and I watched the second one, and I was just like, yeah, I'm done for now. I need something else. yeah. They basically sort of play out, like, really shitty episodes of, like... You remember, like, Goosebumps and Are You Afraid of the Dark and stuff like that? Oh, yeah. They basically play out, like, shitty episodes of that. (laughs) Like, the way they shot the use of, like, music and stuff. Yeah. Um, The stuff the leprechaun says. Outside of the gore, they are essentially, like, shitty goosebumps.
0: Um. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I've seen the first one, but
0: I was, like, 13 at the time. Yeah. It was, uh... I, I...
1: Sort of went in giving it quite a bit of an advantage, if you will, that you know, um I w- I was keen. I yeah. wanted I wanted to give the Leprechaun a chance. <laughs> yeah. You know? It was a whole franchise I hadn't tapped into before mm. and so was, yeah keen. But uh yeah, two films in and I'm gonna take a break. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't so what's next on the um, thirty one days
1: channel? Um at the moment what did we watch? We watched Hellgate last night, nice. which was just uh, one of our videos releases that I hadn't seen before, and that was pretty good. But yeah, well, I've basically when we did went to Fractured Visions, I picked up a load of stuff from HMV and yeah, the yeah. five for thirty offer, uh, um, a lot of 88 film stuff, and I haven't really tapped into any of that yet. Oh, okay. So uh, we're looking at breaking into some of that at some point. Yeah. As for tonight's movie, it's still undecided. Maybe I'll put it up on Instagram later as, well, as I should watch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I should persevere with Leprechaun 3
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: or try something else. Nice. But uh, Yeah, what about yourself? Have you tried, are you doing this 31 Days a Horror thing? Or? No,
0: no, my wife's not like not a horror fan at all. So um, it's been a struggle, to be honest. I watched like a couple on my laptop and stuff like that. Like I watched Mandy the other day. Nice. And yeah, good? Yeah, yeah it's pretty badass, actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I picked up Hellraiser in the same sale that you mentioned earlier yeah. so I watched that again the other day and what else I don't think i watched any other horror really I don't think I should start the 31 day challenge because I know I won't finish it <laughs> <you know? laughs>
1: yeah I think this is the, I think the second year I tried to do it the first year I tried to do it I ended up like missing a day or two so I had to play catch up and it got to a point where I was watching like three movies in (laughs) a night and I was like fucking hell but this year I'm trying to keep on top of it and no matter how tired I am or you know like when I put the first leprechaun on I fell asleep
0: yeah
1: um so I continued watching it the following day (laughs) I was like I am gonna watch it I can't not watch it I'm not giving up on day four of this 31 (laughs) days challenge I'm sticking it out See, so yeah, I watched. Maybe that was the problem with *Leprechaun* 2 because I watched the end of *Leprechaun* one,
0: mm. and then
1: later in the evening put *Leprechaun* two on. So ah, maybe right. two back to back is a
0: problem. Yeah, yeah, a bit too much.
1: But too much *Leprechaun*. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, you went to see um, *Venom*. Ah yeah, yes. Yesterday. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the reviews are panning it. Yeah, it's not great to be honest. I'm um, a bit. I'm quite surprised by how
1: many people are actually keen to watch it because I don't think it looks particularly good from no. the trailers either. Yeah.
0: Um.
1: But yeah, apparently the the one saving grace is Tom Hardy is amazing.
0: The thing is, he's a good actor. But I don't think his character was very very well written. Right. As in like he spends most of the film shitting himself. Right. And somebody without power you'd think would be sort of They overcome in that them. sort of film, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like this superhero film would be by the end of the film just like a badass. Comfortable, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> I don't know, man, it just it's just not good. No. No.
1: Yeah, no, Mark asked if I wanted to go watch it Monday. Yeah. And then, uh, I don't know, to do this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it doesn't look very good and it's I appreciate your reviews. <laughs> yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah. The thing is, like, these superhero films, there's loads of them out, like, and it's easy to get burnt out on them. Like, you said, you're sort of, you don't really care about them anymore. Yeah. Like, burnt out on I'm them. I'm burnt out, I'm done. But, like, they, they can generally be relied on to be quite fun films. Yeah. You know, you can just go there, just sit down, turn your brain off for like two hours, and just have a fun experience. With these films, like for example, Thor, Ragn- Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. You know, it's a great example of that. But this film just wasn't fun. You know. <laughs> it didn't have those elements. No, so yeah, I'd I'd avoid.
1: Yes, when I was when I went to watch Infinity War, like I wasn't blown away by it, but there was still part of it that I enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But overall, I was yeah. Meh. Yeah. But the fact that Venom hasn't got any of those enjoyable moments <laughs> either isn't really swaying me to go yeah, and watch it. No, I wouldn't, to be honest. I wouldn't waste the money. <laughs> but yeah, um, I know Mark's on about going to the cinema to watch it. Um, okay. Our good friend Mark. Hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. Hi, Lucy. Hi, Lucy. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to try and convince him to watch Overlord instead. Have you seen the trailer for Overlord? No, I haven't. It's like a World War Two, Nazi zombies type movie. Oh, okay, cool produced, I believe, by J.J. Abrams, so oh, it looks pretty, like, it
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. looks pretty good. Oh, sweet. I'll have check that
1: out. And like, the trailer is laced with ACDC's Hell's Bells as well, which is just like, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> nice man.
1: But have you been listening to anything
0: interesting lately, anything new, shiny? Um, nothing new really, I checked out a band called Nightbringer right. the other day, on their album Terra De Manti, I think it's called. It's fucking fantastic to check it out well it's black metal so it it. might not be up my street but yeah it's an amazing album
1: yeah no we're still plugging away at Hoes at the moment yeah Um, they're playing next Friday I think it is in Bristol
0: I also checked out uh, Neckbeard Death Camp's first album right that was awesome and who's that again they're like an anti-fascist black metal band right like terrible production quality (laughs) in the similar vein to like the first Dragon Sunlight album but so good so fucking good
1: Black metal Yeah man. <laughs> about reading
0: Ending? You've been reading Ending while you've been on your new extended train journey these days? Yes. I well I've read the two Joe Lansdale books that you kindly lent to me. Kindly palmed off. Yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cold in July and um Freezerburn. Freezerburn. Yeah, so. Cold in July was fucking awesome. And I've just started Carrie. But the copy you lent me, right? This is <laughs> fucking weird, right? On the cover, it's got Chloe Grace Moretz. It's yeah. like the because she was the latest iteration of Carrie in film. But in the in the beginning of the book, she's described as being this like chubby, full of zits, nerd. Yeah, I don't know how you can palm that off on Chloe Grace Moretz. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs>
1: yeah, that is hard to imagine. Yeah. Have you seen the Chloe yeah, Grace yeah, saw movie? Ago, yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. I sort of skipped it a bit. Yeah, is it worth watching or not?
0: Sorry, yeah. So as as I can not remember. Like, I say it was a while ago, but uh, might be worth checking out. Yeah.
1: Check it in your thirty-one day challenge. Yeah, I think it's on Netflix. Probably, yeah. So, might do. So, yeah, the whole theory, the whole theory, fucking hell, the whole concept. That's what the word I'm looking for. Yeah. I try to use big words on this podcast. <laughs> I <I'm> sound <laughs> nice. smart, but I, I quite often get my words wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but the concept for this year's thirty-one days of horror is films that I haven't seen. I'm gonna try and knock out thirty-one movies that I've mm. not seen before, nice. or. My wife hasn't seen,
0: yeah,
1: because she turned around and said that she's not sure so if she's seen Brain Dead or Dead oh, Alive, okay. as there is also known, yeah. And I was like, Fuck, man, how <laughs> could you not? that, see that movie. Book, yeah, like, definitely. <laughs> I like, oh, this perfect as well because it's like that black comedy. Mm. It's a good breaker from like the constant terror slasher, yeah, blood and guts murder. Well, there's
0: a lot of blood and guts. In yeah, brain but it's like
1: funny blood and guts. Yeah, yeah. so it's like, like it's the a Strimatine, good for
0: example. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking great.
1: <laughs> it's a good palate cleanser. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm saving that for when I'm sick of. Well. I'm gonna have to fit her in somewhere. But I was yeah. just thinking when well, I'm sick of watching bad films, but I have given up on Leprechaun for now. Yeah. So I'm, not <laughs> sure. I'm hoping some of the other stuff I'm gonna watch is gonna be good. <laughs> but we'll see. Yeah.
0: So have you been reading anything interesting?
1: Um, I haven't done much on the reading front of late. Mm. Um I've been trying to chip away at the cabin at the end of the woods. Okay. Which is supposed to be getting pretty good like. It's got a good buzz about it, it's supposed to be really good. Yeah. Um, I can't remember who wrote it. But if you Google Cabin at the end of the woods, you'll find out. Um,
0: money Trouble is now. This is the podcast now. where we ask the listeners to do our research for us. <laughs> do <Yes>, it <doodling laughs> for us. <clears throat>
1: The problem I'm having at the moment is like the chapters in it are really long. They're like 20 plus pages long. Yeah. And I only get like a 15 minute break in the morning yeah. and a half hour and I'm supposed to eat my lunch as well. So I usually read in work yeah. or before I go to bed. Yeah. But I like to read for like 10 minutes or so before I go to bed, yeah. not for the best part of an hour. <laughs> so yeah. it's, be, it's not so much a slog in terms of it's not enjoyable, it's mm. just taking a while to chip away That's at because yeah. it's all like, right, break's over, I've got to leave it. There, yeah, yeah. come back, there's no like okay, I can leave it at the end of that chapter, so it's yeah. essentially finished right. to a point it's I'm halfway through something, yeah. and so oh, put it down, come back to it,
0: you don't like it. you don't like leaving it as like mid chapter sort
1: of thing no, I hate leaving it it's, it's got to be like I like to leave it at a like a natural a, stopping a suitable stopping point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you leave it like halfway through a chapter, you, you're losing the pace, you come back to it and it's like, where were we, alright yeah that was happening, and yeah, you you lose the impact. Yeah, yeah. I feel.
0: I never really felt we like that to be honest. Yeah.
1: So I like to sort of, okay I've got five minutes left, I've got four pages to get through, I can do that in five minutes, we'll leave it at that end, job done. Whereas now it's all like, yeah I've got five minutes to go and 13 pages left, it's
0: fucking hell. Yeah, I did start reading the copy of Dot Sleep, Yeah, you know what I mean? but I have trouble with hardbacks, man, you know? Especially like, when I'm on a train and stuff like that, and especially since it's not my copy, so like, I'm putting it in my bag and thinking, I'm gonna ruin the slipcover because it's just in my bag like all the time. Yeah, is it is enough.
1: Megan's copy, I think. Yeah. I think yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I bought it for my niece a while back, and I think yeah. I got it from a charity shop. So I'm worried too much about it. It's not like she yeah, looks after it. him. Or oh, just leave the slip covers in the house. Yeah, I was thinking about that. That's it, right, I do. I always take the slip cover off and leave yeah, it in yeah. the house when I'm away. Yeah, good call. And then if the book gets fucked, you put a slip cover on it. Nobody knows. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah,
0: I did. I got about a quarter of the way through that, and it was like this is a ball like just to get on my bag on the train like. This you know. <laughs> is a fucking tank. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Over town, so I, uh, I picked up Carrie instead. Carrie instead. Yeah. I will finish Doctor Sleep though,
1: definitely. Yeah, I'm, they turned down into a movie, I think, as well. I think it's... Annoying. Yeah, is it
0: a movie or a TV show?
1: Uh, I'm not sure. I know something's happening with it. Yeah, yeah. So I'll be interested to see what they're doing with that.
0: Yeah, definitely. Right, should we move on to Fractured Visions? Fractured Visions! <clears throat> so yeah, in the Tramshed Cinema on the 29th and 30th of September of this year. Yeah, we turned up, bought a beer... We no, we didn't initially, did we? The bar wasn't open yet because it started like 11 o'clock. Yeah, it was pretty early. We got our goodie bag when we walked in. Yeah, got a goodie bag. It was pretty cool. That was cool. Some free films. Yeah. What was it? Um, It, The Terror from Beyond Space. Yep. And The Ballerina. The Ballerina, yeah. Both are are on my,
1: No, they're on my 31 Days ah, pile. Yes. They're in my pile. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sweet. Um, but yeah. We haven't, I'm I'm, kind of hoping that It, The Terror from Beyond, mm. is suitable for my children. So, it's a PG, so yeah, i Yeah, it must be like. I mean, they might be bored off their tits watching it, but, like, yeah, yeah. I'm saving that one for Halloween. Nice.
0: <laughs> well, didn't you also say you're going to watch Watch Army of Darkness with them? Yeah, well, I was talking
1: about this with some people about, like, oh, you know, my kids, they, uh, where we live, there's a, couple, there's a couple of houses that sort of they're into Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Um, I live in, like, a really small village, so there's a couple of places that get excited, mostly places with kids. Yeah. Um, and then they tend to put on, like, a little disco in the town hall. Okay. So what we did last year, we went trick-or-treating and then took the kids to the town hall, yeah. except my daughter, being the hardcore rock and roller she is, doesn't like anything too loud. <laughs> <laughs> so she just sat there on the floor, yeah. on her knees, like literally in the prayer position, but instead of her hands in the prayer position, over her ears,
0: yeah. protecting
1: her ears from the sound. And like, my son's running around like a lunatic, screaming yeah. and having a whale of a time, yeah. and she just wanted to go. It's <laughs> so, like well. Come on, Owen. We have to go. I can't leave just you here on your own. <laughs> yeah. So this year we've decided that yeah, we'll do trick or treating. Mm. Come back to the house at a reasonable hour so that we can get one or two movies in. Yeah, and go from there. Really
0: nice.
1: Um, but sort of struggling. In water. They're not quite ready for you know certain things. There's other things they've watched already that they're quite like Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. They love watching those. So they're not adverse to being scared yeah, yeah. or jump scares and all the rest of it. Mm. Trying to find something that finds that right balance of yeah. suitable for a seven.
0: Nothing like too bloody and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that, or Not
1: or... the original yeah. Evil Dead, but yeah. Army of Darkness. Yeah,
0: that's a bit it's, silly. Yeah. It's
1: got quite. It's a lot of slapstick in yeah, Army of definitely. Darkness. Because yeah, yeah. I mentioned to my wife about watching it, and she was like, "Ooh, I don't know."
0: And
1: so I showed her the trailer, and she was like, yeah, "Actually, yeah, it's pretty silly." Like. And yeah, I like, yeah, yeah.
0: It's. It doesn't play like Evil Dead
1: one or two. No, not at all. Yeah. It's it goes completely down the comedy route. So. Actually, it's probably pretty good yeah, definitely, for the kiddies, and it's like, what better way to introduce them to like Ash and like <laughs> Owen having a new hero? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Go yeah. yeah, Darkness
0: vs Evil Dead. Then maybe when he's like 15, 16 Yeah, check on Evil Dead.
1: Yeah, yeah. And yeah, just you know, Ash Williams. Oh, I'm going to be Ash Williams for next Halloween. Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Um, and that thing of like kids they watch films repeatedly so what better thing to do than come home from work and just like watch Army of Darkness again for like the 40th time yeah, this totally week yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but um, yeah at the moment we're going with Hocus Pocus nice. Army of Darkness yeah. and it came yeah. the Terror from the, terror from the space, yeah we're going to go with those three I think nice because there is a school night so they should go to bed at yeah. some point
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um, came in sat down nice little cinema would you say around 50 seats something like that 50 60.
1: yeah i think it's, like it's what was it three or four rows of seats
0: yeah <coughs> all these eight old ex-aircraft seats i think yeah like X some sort
1: of go. first class airplane seats yeah, yeah. which are pretty comfy, pretty good comfy, comfy yeah. seats especially considering how long we spent that yeah that. <laughs> um yeah i liked it i thought it was a really good layout i thought the sound was nice and loud enough mm. um and yeah the screen was it's it was dark in there as well, like
0: which was really good. Yeah. Like in the cinema yesterday, um, for Venom, it was you could you could see everything around you sort of thing. It was like that that it wasn't illuminated quite in there. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. It just takes you out a little bit. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, we come back late from lunch and tried to sort of sneak in and like oh couldn't God. see anything. Yeah, like like it was literally, could
0: not see our face, hands in front of our faces, <laughs> <laughs> trying to like negotiate past people was just a nightmare because you didn't know somebody was like sat down where you were going to sit. <laughs> you couldn't literally could not see a thing.
1: I'm just following behind Dave, like patting stuff. There's somebody's face.
0: Yeah, we uh, came and sat down, and the first short film that played was a short film called Dead Cool, directed and written by Simon Ross. And it's about a dinner party and a main guy called Maurice. What do you think about Maurice. Um,
1: yeah, so uh, short in general. Um, it's the first time I've really sat and watched a bunch of shorts.
0: Yeah, same here actually.
1: Um, I don't know why they aren't more shorts, mm. like why they aren't more readily accessible, because yeah, some yeah. of these shorts were phenomenal. Oh
0: yeah, especially
1: Dead Cool. Especially Dead Cool. Dead yeah. Cool was really stuck out as being yeah. really good for me.
0: Um, we should say also before we get into them that we're not going to spoil any of these, because obviously some of them are quite new and, and released over here and stuff like that. So it's
1: going to give like an
0: outline of the of the plot.
1: And what we thought, yeah, yeah, we'll keep it spoiler free because a lot of, like I said, a lot of these films haven't been haven't got an official sort of proper u k release yet, yeah. so we want to give everybody the chance to watch them and be as impressed or as unimpressed as we were, <laughs>
0: yeah
1: um but yeah, no dead cool man, um that was incredible, mm-hmm. arguably one of the first shorts I think i've watched yeah i I can't
0: think of any others to be honest so they
1: seen... must have I must have seen something before yeah, yeah. now, but like yeah, nothing that really sticks out. Mm. But in terms of, yeah, if that's what your standard short quality can be, yeah. then why the fuck aren't yeah, we watching we more shorts, more. Yeah, I these be, yeah. are fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, the people that are behind Dead Cool, um, yeah, if you're listening to this by some miracle, <laughs> Please feel free to let us know how people can actually watch Dead Cool. Yeah. In fact, any of these shorts, if any of the people whose shorts were featured at Fractured Visions would like us to like, send out a retweet or whatever as to where they can watch your shorts, then yeah, please, please do. Please, let us know, yeah. Because yeah, there were there were there wasn't a single short that I really disliked.
0: No. Yeah.
1: There were some that I was more impressed with with others. Yeah. But considering these are all things that are made on tiny budgets. Yeah in most cases, with people giving up their time for free yeah. to be a part of, the quality of some of these oh, yeah. were phenomenal. phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Um, and one of the things I found really interesting, actually, they had... Who did you say the director was, sorry? Uh, Simon Ross. I think it was him and the producer, was it? Yeah. That they yeah. had there. They, they did a quick Q&A after the short. Mm. And they were saying about how trying to get funding for the short was really difficult. Yeah. But also, now that they've done the short, and like the short's been like won several awards across various film festivals. Yeah. But they're still struggling to get finance for the next we were talking about project after the, after
0: the play we were like how is how is that possible you know like surely if somebody
1: turns in something good and then comes back you know something that is well received as well not just something that you go oh yeah that's good mm. but that other people have seen across numerous countries because it's been to america i think and it's yeah, done yeah. it's done the rounds yeah. and it's come back with glowing reviews from everywhere <laughs> yeah. you would think film distribution film yeah. making companies would yeah. so be we're throwing at cash at them yeah, like yeah. go on then have a crack Yeah, but uh, apparently not apparently like it's a real struggle to get funding for stuff which yeah. is quite disheartening
0: yeah absolutely
1: yeah
0: um, but yeah, yeah but that's dead, so cool. Deco was awesome Very, probably one of my favourite shorts that played
1: um, yeah I'd argue it was probably my favourite mm. um, but yeah dinner party police come knocking on the door asking about a missing girl and yeah, it just quickly descends into something, something that you're not really expecting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, fucking fantastic. Yeah,
0: and so, an excellent, like a really strong opener for the
1: festival. I thought both the the, the double bill for the start, so mm. dead cool, and then bore. Yeah. I thought it was a cracking way to get yeah. it. It really like yeah, sort of too. set the tone because dead cool was an amazing short, yeah. and the bore was just fucking fun. It was yeah, so yeah. much fun.
0: So yeah, after Dad Cool we had Bo, directed by Chris Sun. An Australian is an Osplo Osploitation. Osploitation. Film about a giant Bo. starring Bill Mosley. Bill Mosley yeah, who I didn't even recognise until literally seconds before something happened to him. <laughs> yeah, it's cause he's not
1: wearing makeup
0: or yeah. being a fucking psychopath I've got, like, for a long change. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> he's just a dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Telling shitty like. dad jokes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how familiar are you with the exploitation genres at all? Nah, not me. What does um, Brain Dad be, be?
0: Um, exploitation
1: film. I don't know. I'll have to check.
0: Yeah.
1: But like, I know they make references to sort of Razorback, um, which is something that I haven't seen before. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not sure if I'd love the boar after seeing if I'd seen <laughs> Razorback first. But I think I'd love the boar anyway. The boar is boar amazing, is the, like yeah, creature the, feature. Yeah, yeah the fact that they actually built giant this ball. <laughs>
0: fucking
1: huge bore, yeah. um yeah was something else yeah. um the gore in it is great yeah the it doesn't take itself overly seriously so there's a lot of like quirky lines
0: yeah some dude singing along to vanilla ice on point that guy at the tank, yeah, he's, he's, he's fucking, huge, fucking huge monster man. of a guy singing vanilla
1: <laughs> yeah <Ice>. just <laughs> nailing spitting bars yeah, to vanilla yeah. ice he was fucking, he's fucking genius He's really good <laughs> Um, yeah the ball's got to be somebody's got to pick that up and it's got to get a UK release like, mm. um, just because it's yeah, so much fun I think there are one or two bits where they chuck in CGI and yeah. as somebody who's like anti excessive CGI I don't think it was enough to like ruin it for me it was like yeah. noticeable
0: yeah, but it was necessary I yeah.
1: guess. when you think about the the actual practicality. Giant ball, like, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, without giving too much away, there's yeah, a scene where something happens with the ball and then it's supposed to be, shall we say, injured to a certain extent. So having this massive mechanical ball trying to sort of shuffle around on the floor, it's just not practical. No, like
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Um, But yeah man, solid, solid start. Yeah. I was well pleased that I'd purchased my ticket at this
0: point. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So yeah, both finished, and we had a little Q and A with the director and producer of Dead Cool. Then we had a little ten minute break. Came back for Instinct, a little short, directed by Maria Alice Arida, I believe that is. A psychosexual thriller about a gallery owner and a performance artist. What do you make of Instinct? It's pretty dark, man. Yeah, how was
1: yeah. Um, yeah, again, I had no preconceptions about any of these shorts going in. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, it's pretty powerful stuff considering it was, what, like 20 minutes, give or take? Yeah, around that, yeah. Um, yeah, again, without giving too much away, there's a art gallery owner who has allowed a performance artist in, um, although she's not overly impressed with this performance artist, but then she does this really weird fucked up thing where she's like sitting in a bath naked in front of all these people and like yeah, sticks a like blood letting device, device yeah. which they connect up to a tap and then she's essentially like pouring her own blood over it but they get the gallery owner to be in charge of it and it's quite like dark and whoa, fucking hell.
0: Yeah. Yeah, okay, um, it's really good. I enjoy
1: it. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely up there as one of my more enjoyable shorts. Mm-hmm.
0: Give it. And follow that, the main feature was Friendly Beast by directed by Gabriella Amar. Amaral, I wanna say. <laughs> I it's like a survival tale in a Brazil set in a Brazilian restaurant. Um yeah, would you make a Friendly Beast?
1: I think Friendly Beast was probably my favourite movie of the weekend. Really? Wow. Yeah. I really enjoyed Friendly Beasts. Um I wasn't entirely sure where it was going at any one point. Mm. It's sort of yeah, so a restaurant robbery gone wrong and just descends into utter fucking chaos.
0: Yeah, I don't want to say that the two mains were fantastic in it. Uh, Murray, oh, I am not are going to bother saying that. Yeah, the two mains were excellent in the film. In the waitress and the restaurant, yeah, don't Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
1: man, that was some pretty fucking, pretty fucking good yeah. acting. Yeah,
0: yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> Some pretty powerful performances. Yeah, yeah. Something like that, something I'm looking yeah. for. I'm looking for those big words again. Um, yeah, no, I, I think the whole time I was just like, whoa,
0: what the fuck is going on? Yeah.
1: And it's not just a simple sort of. Yeah, you robbery. don't really know
0: like where it's going. You don't really know their motivations either. Yeah. What they're doing. And it's great,
1: yeah. And just everybody just fucking loses their shit. Hmm. It, yeah. It, I think because I really wasn't expecting. When you're like, oh, yeah, it's a restaurant robbery gone wrong, you yeah. just assume, all right, there's a dead body and they're trying to get rid of it. But it's yeah, not yeah. that. It's far <laughs> more than that. I can't, I can't <laughs> it's like full on, like, just ascends into utter chaos. Yeah. Um and yeah, no, for me that really like that was the one for me.
0: Yeah.
1: Right um, I think because I'd seen the ball previously. Yeah. This was the first one I hadn't seen, and it really like. Like a sledgehammer, yeah. bang! boosh. <laughs> Fucking yeah, boy. Nice.
0: So after Friendly Beast, we had a lunch break. We went into town when it's HMB. Probably shouldn't have because uh, <laughs> by the time we got back then we'd missed half of Marta, the next short film. So we didn't go in halfway through because everybody hates it when people walk in halfway through a film, right?
1: Yeah, because the shorts are only short, we were like, oh, we'll wait outside and the way these shorts have been panning out is once they finish, there's a round of applause. Yeah. So once we hear the round of applause, we'll scoop back in real fucking quick, like, yeah. in the hopes that nobody notices that
0: we were in there. So we did that. But we walked in and walked directly past what we didn't know at the time was the director of Marta. I accidentally stood on her toe and sat next to her. So she knows we didn't see Marta. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, So yeah, we we managed to get our hands on Marta and actually watch Marta.
0: Um, Directed by uh, Lucia Fauna, a Spanish filmmaker. And it's about a wannabe serial killer and her first victim.
1: And uh yes, yeah, so we managed to get our hands on in Avaganda. Uh, what did you think?
0: Oh, I loved it. It was great.
1: Yeah, it's definitely there would there seemed to be a lot of obviously at the time we missed it. So they, but there was a it seemed to be a lot of buzz mm. from the Fractured Visions crowd. They seemed to really eat it up at yeah, the time. Yeah. And I could see why it was it was a very yeah. good piece. And again, yeah, less know, than really. twenty minutes I think. I think it was only about seventeen I think it
0: was yeah, fifteen minutes, something like that. Something yeah. like that, yeah. yeah. So yeah, quite quite powerful for that short space, space of
1: time. Which again brings me back to the whole why why don't
0: we see more shorts?
1: Mm. You think people sit around and they watch shitty episodes of fucking T V. Yeah yeah. Like fucking dog shit. The new season of Archer, for example. Yeah. Just because they're like, oh it's twenty minutes, I can eat my tea while I watch this. Yeah, yeah. Just chuck on some of those shorts, like man, those yeah, are the fucking magic.
0: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, after Martha we had um, Terror, a nineteen seventy eight film by director Norman J. Warren. Now, Norman J. Warren was actually in Fractured Visions. He was given, like, a masterclass after they played two of his films, uh, Terror and Bloody New Year. And what did you make of uh, Terror? Uh,
1: I thought Terror was a really good and nice change of sort of pace. um,
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
1: Because we've had... But at this point, we've had Boar, which is, you know, um, your fun joking around exploitation, massive boar killing people, loads of blood and guts and jokes. Yeah. Followed by Friendly Beasts, which again was like chaos. Um, we cut back to sort of Terror, which again, nineteen when was this? Sorry, it was nineteen seventy eight. Seventy eight. So it'd it gone back to having a sort of different feel. Mm. It, it wasn't a nice, clean, shiny, polished horror movie. It yeah. was a nineteen seventy eight yeah. shot yeah. horror movie. Yeah. Um, I believe it was a two K restoration. Mm. Version so it looked it looked good, but it still it had that feel of like an older yeah. horror movie. Yeah, yeah. definitely. A bit of a hammer
0: feel to
1: it, I found. Yeah, especially for Terror. Yeah. Terror definitely had um, because, like I said, we had a double bill for the Norman J. Warren ones, was Terror and Bloody New Year. Mm. Um, but yeah, Terror definitely had that um, sort of spooky ghost hammer horror yeah. feel. Yeah,
0: it's about um, the descendants of a witch hunting family being cursed by witch kills hundreds of years ago and yeah
1: the she's sort of punishing the family line by she wants to see an end to it yeah um yeah no i thought i'd never seen any of his stuff before um and to be completely honest i didn't know who he was yeah um but after seeing both these movies i was pleasantly surprised by like how much i enjoyed them Mm. um I believe the idea is that both these films are getting like restorations because they're releasing a Norman J. Warren box set yeah which uh, I'll definitely be keeping an eye on yeah uh,
0: definitely keeping
1: an eye out for but uh, yeah no Terror good yeah Um, good. definitely worth checking out awesome practical effects that I'm one of these people that when I'm like watching practical effects I like to try and see how they're done and like alright right, I can like I might know it's done with string but like I'm looking for like the fish fishing line pulling stuff sure, and, that. Yeah. and I think it was maybe once in bloody new year was the only time I managed to actually catch like a piece of fishing or yeah, string yeah. fishing wire whatever the fuck you want to call it otherwise these things were executed beautifully. There wasn't any one point where I was like, oh, like there's an instant in terror, I believe it is, where there's a car flying through the air. Yeah. And there was no point that I saw like, you know, oh, that's where the straps are on a crane that's carting the car around. It's shot like the car is fucking flying. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I thought it looked amazing. I was really, really into terror.
0: Mm. And next up then we had Time Heals No Wounds, a short by Jordan Barnes- Krause. Barnes- Krause? I think. <laughs> so I've written these down, man. My handwriting's awful, so I apologise if I've got anybody's name wrong. A time-travelling sci-fi tale, um, with a very sort of '50s sci-fi feel to it.
1: Yeah, it's definitely got. Um, I'm trying to think. Almost like those, yeah, B movie science yeah, fiction yeah. films with the,
0: yeah.
1: the giant Sounds, like, going on and brain crabs. Yeah, killing people. But um, again, short. Less than twenty minutes, yeah. um, they got so much done in that time. It looked incredible. I'd love to see it turn into an actual feature. Yeah, definitely. that's that's one of the ones I think out of the shorts where they could really turn it into a feature. Mm. Like Dead Cool, it's done and dusted. In a the, self-contained story. Yeah, like same that. with Instinct. You could elaborate a bit more on it. Yeah, yeah, um, but the end result
0: would have been the same. Yeah, was
1: a... and same with Marta. Marta, you could, you could maybe play out Marta a bit more. But I think yeah. when she was talking about it during her Q&A, she said about, well, there's not much more for it yeah, to she say. Said, essentially She's... she
0: talked a lot during that and yeah. she couldn't expand that talking into two hours. <laughs> yeah, into <laughs> an hour and a half
1: movie. Yeah. Uh, but I think Time Heals No Wounds is one of the shorts where actually... They
0: could have expanded on They could, could have really
1: expanded. They could yeah, turn yeah. that into a feature and I think yeah. it'd be pretty fucking sweet. Yeah, sweet man, yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah, some awesome sci-fi-esque... Jiggery-pokery. Jiggery-pokery with time and shooting round. And uh, brain crabs. Brain crabs,
0: yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yeah, next up, the next um, Norman J. Warren film, Bloody New Year. Uh, 1987, film about five teens stuck on an island.
1: And that island is Barry Island. Barry Island, yeah. Barry Island. Of all places. Of all places to shoot. Yeah. Um, yeah, during the Q&A, he sort of elaborated a bit on Barry Island, and mm-hmm. like it was just the right setting at the right time, and yeah, the people were yeah. really friendly and stuff. Yeah. But my I had family that used to live down near Barry Island, yeah. so I remember the log flume, we drive past it to get to their house and stuff. I'm yeah. not like a resident of Barry, and I haven't been there a great deal outside of visiting those people while they lived there. Yeah. But it was quite interesting seeing the log flume yeah, again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um but yeah, essentially they get trapped on. It's another like ghost story. They get trapped in a hotel, which they 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 sink their boat accidentally that they're on. I can't remember how the boat sinks. I can't
0: remember And they all swim to this
1: island, and they go to this hotel. Except the hotel is apparently empty, or not so. But yeah, no, this is that again. Lots of hocus pocus magic with spooks and ghouls and some cool ass effects. It was a fun
0: film, wasn't it, Bloody New Year?
1: Yeah, it was definitely I definitely, yeah. The first day for me had a lot of films where I was like, yes. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed that. Mm. Um, And yeah, Bloody New Year was no exception. I really enjoyed that. Maybe a
0: bit campier than Terror.
1: Yeah, I think. I'm not sure if that might be a sign of the times, though. Yeah, Um, Yeah, definitely, yeah. Obviously, come the 1980s, you had quite a lot of campiness going on in horror. Yeah, yeah. Um, there were a couple of bits in Bloody New Year that I noticed that I was like, oh, which came first? Because um, there's the Nightmare on Elm Street-esque elevator yeah. wall Oh, uh, yeah, Robin. of course, yeah, yeah. I say Robin. It's not necessarily Robin,
0: yeah.
1: But, yeah, in Nightmare on Elm Street... Um, there's the infamous bit where he's like over the top of the bed coming through the wall yeah. and there's a similar piece where they're in the elevator and I was like oh I wonder what came first what inspired what hmm. maybe it's just two dudes with the same idea, idea. at roughly the same time yeah um, and then there was also the gut punch where the carny guy punches the one oh, through, one the, through yeah, her guts yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like that's a Friday the 13th <laughs> kill <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wonder where that came from <laughs> um, but yeah no it's always good to be inspired by shit yeah
0: totally yeah, enjoy Blazing new year. Next time we had the interview with uh, Norman J.
1: Warren himself. Uh, yeah, so the interview with Norman J. Warren. Um, he seems like a genuine, genuinely nice guy. Like yeah. um, the films he turned out, or the two that we'd seen. Um, he's obviously knows what he's doing in terms of horror. The way he does stuff, mm-hmm. like I said, about this box set that they were told they were discussing coming out. I'd be really interested to see some of his other work and see yeah, what. Definitely.
0: Um, and the interview in Fracture Visions is was recorded for that one of box the extras. Set as
1: well, wasn't it? Yeah. So if they do a pan of the audience, you might see us. We're like in the second row in the yeah, middle yeah. somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he seems like a nice dude. Yeah. Um, makes pretty really nice good film. horror movies.
0: Yeah. we knowledgeable to know about the industry and his role in it. Yeah, it's really good. And next up we had Caduce Um Another short, uh, short film directed by Christopher... Maverudis? Mavrudis? Maverudis? Mavrudis? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this one was a bit strange. This is the one with the tree man. Tree
1: man? Yeah. Um in terms of shorts I'd say this is probably my least favourite short. Good, yeah. Um probably more so to do with the fact that it could have done with being almost a feature. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Like there was there was quite a lot that they tried to cram in and it wasn't like it was done poorly or anything. Mm. All all these shorts were They were really interesting good shorts yeah very well Um,
0: executed all of them definitely
1: but there was just something about this one i don't know whether it was because it was late in the day Mm. but there was something about this one in particular where i don't know it just felt it it wasn't really working for me right um i thought it looked great i thought the tree man we'll call him the tree man Mm -hmm. um he's essentially a child that's been adopted by this woman and he very poorly and yeah. disfigured so he wears a mask but he makes other masks for himself
0: Yeah.
1: and one of the ones is the man in the tree or tree man yeah, or the, whatever I can't Tom remember.
0: the man made of bark I think man made that. Bark,
1: yeah. and he's got various masks and he plays certain characters it's like um, when he's playing with the woman who's adopted his other son
0: yeah
1: um, and as the story unfolds without giving anything away it's a uh, It's a very interesting story of sort of deceit and misleading um, ulterior motives, Mm. but I felt the story could have done with being fleshed out a bit
0: for me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. It was good, it was enjoyable, but like you said, it could have done with a bit of flesh
1: out. Yeah. Which I think is one of those things where, when you're trying to do a short, you have these concepts that you're essentially, I imagine, most shorts are shot try and sell that idea, so maybe that was the case with this, maybe it was shot with the intention of this is what we've got planned, something along these lines and watch, I don't know. okay, that'd be cool. But um, yeah, no that was something that
0: I watched. (laughs) (laughs) I did too. (laughs) Uh, Next up, we were meant to have Luz, but um, we had a few technical issues, so we had to postpone Luz for the next day. Yeah, so at the time...
1: Uh, when we interviewed Philip Escott
0: Luz was the film that he
1: suggested would blow everybody's yeah. mind and we
0: watched the trailer for it before this and we were both like oh my god this looks fantastic this is going to fucking <laughs> yeah. blow everybody's mind yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. and mm. uh, it started and there was no subs and I was like ah oh,
0: that's happen. why
1: this will blow everybody's <laughs> mind because they have no a fucking clue what's going on <laughs> um, but yeah no, it turned out that they had the wrong file mm. um, so it was postponed until the next day which meant we left, did a quick trek to Chippy Lane to get some pizza, and went home to rest ready for round two.
0: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, came back on the Sunday then. The first film we had was The Visitor, directed by Justin Alstain. What did you make of it? It's about, um, about a visitor at somebody's house, really, with a, looks like a disease, maybe? It's sort of, um, yeah, the, the, the opening
1: two for the start of Sunday were both very... Dark, yeah. miserable. Yeah, they were quite pieces. miserable yeah, yeah. It was like, yeah. yeah, this is the depression block. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you don't see. Um, yeah, the visitor, um, a woman turns up at some other lady's house, wakes her up in the middle of the night. She's dressed up as a concentration camp mm. detainee, prisoner, except she's escaped. She doesn't speak English, so the woman doesn't understand it, but she lets her into her home. Because she can hear people outside speaking German and dogs, and it sort of moves on from there, and becomes almost like a spreading of a disease. Um, yeah,
0: it's more like a passing on. Passing on, it's like a, lot a of spooky, sort of Spooky,
1: yeah, spooky sort of passing on of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <really. laughs> it was good. It was it's a tricky one to explain um, yeah, without, without like, explain. Um, without you seeing it. Yeah, but yeah, no, it was very like. Dark, very yeah. hard-hitting for first thing in the morning.
0: Yeah, definitely. Oh, first thing in the morning is like half eleven. Yeah, first thing
1: in the morning. Concentration, camp, escapee, and boy murder.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Great. fuck. So speaking of boy murder, the next film was Smaller and Smaller Circles, directed by Araya Martin. It's a Filipino crime thriller based on a novel by F.H. Batacan.
1: Yeah, again, no idea what this one was going in, other than we watched, or I watched, I think we watched, did we both watch the trailer for this?
0: Yeah, I think
1: so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so seen the trailer, and yeah, it looked pretty, you know, as you would expect, dark. Yeah, yeah. No, I was really surprised by how much I quite enjoyed I do like a sort of thriller, cop thriller. Yeah. They're not really pre- cops, though, are they? They're priests yeah, that have got... Yeah, helping out the cops. Yeah, yeah, helping out the cops with their... Like,
0: knowledge
1: of forensics. Forensics knowledge, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Yes, essentially a serial killer is going around the city, whatever they're based, I can't remember where it is now. Um, and the these two priests have signed on to help the police find the, find the killer. Really good.
1: Yeah, no, it was very, like I said, very dark. Hmm. Um, interesting take on sort of the church's stance on, yeah, boy abuse, or yeah. abuse within the church. It definitely
0: sort of hits on some hard... Hard-hitting subjects, like, yeah. a, like 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 a abuse in the church and stuff like that.
1: Um, but yeah, no, that was, again, probably one of my preferred movies, I think, out of The Sunday. I think that was, again, it was dark, grim, good yeah. start. Yeah. I was all for it. Yeah, definitely.
0: Uh, next up, we had a little break and then came back for Suspene. Um Directed by Nicole Good. Uh, it's about a taxidermist. So taxidermist. Picking
1: up the hitchhiker. Well that's what I gleaned from it anyway, I didn't <laughs> <to get> the <laughs> Yeah, no, this was uh this was another
0: one where yeah. Wow. Yeah, you don't really see see her coming at all, this just it's, right inside
1: you. Yeah, this lonely woman when I say lonely, she's living on her own in a house in the middle of the nowhere, really. Yeah, 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 Um she pops out to the shop when she's into taxidermy. We see that straight off. Mm. She's busy talking to some little squirrel she's going to
0: taxidermy I
1: think she's She's taxidermying taxidermy (laughs) taxidermy she's going to him, Taxi, I don't know yeah she's going to perform taxidermy on him on it the squirrel I don't know if it's him maybe Maybe. or her whatever she's going to fucking stuff a squirrel (laughs) Um, and yeah she decides to pop out to get some stuff some goodies from the shop, and comes across this hitchhiker who's got a bit of a sad tail. Um, they come across a deer that I think is already in the road, I'm not sure, if she, did she hit the hit deer? She hit, it, yeah, she yeah, hit yeah. the baby deer, yeah. So it sort of moves on from there, really, and without giving too much away, yeah. Um, it sort of come out of nowhere was something that I'd very much like to see turned into like I don't know another twist out I suppose but yeah no a bit of a feature I would have thought that would have made they could have built that up quite yeah. quite nicely yeah steadily yeah. slowly built mm-hmm. that up
0: yeah
1: um but no that was definitely that's in like one of my top shorts I think for the yeah. weekend yeah I really
0: enjoyed that actually yeah yeah it was really good yeah so next up we had He's Out There directed by Quinn Lasher um, a slasher film mm-hmm. essentially
1: Yeah, it was was quite an interesting slasher films, like a dime a dozen. Most horror movies go to slasher as the go to Mm. type of horror movie to make, I think, because the concept is straightforward. You haven't really got to flesh out much of a story. There's some guy killing some people. Woohoo, I'm in. That's it, it's job done. Um, I think they tried, there were a lot of elements in this where they tried to be really clever and sort of do something interesting with the slasher genre. And I think they succeeded for the most part. Um, whether well, it's just because I watched too many slashes, mm. it didn't really do enough for
0: Stray me. Straight away from the formula? Yeah. yeah I know
1: what you mean. Like, without giving too much away, it's essentially a wife and her two children in a cabin yeah. while they wait for their husband to turn up, and there's a tale of a young boy that got lost in the woods. They used to live in that cabin.
0: Yeah.
1: And lo yeah. and behold, some spooky shit starts happening. Yeah. But again, without giving too much away, there are two children in the movie, so you can guess what happens there. And yeah, I think for me that was my main concern, that was my main issue. Yeah. That it could have gone...
0: It could have gone much darker. Than much darker. Yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. Um, but didn't. Yeah,
0: definitely Which, missed an opportunity
1: there. Yeah, I think the whole idea of horror is they're supposed to, like... It's supposed to horrify you. It's supposed Mm. to be, like, frightening, disturbing, disgusting. You know, it's supposed to be all these things that are like, oh, that was, like, a creepy, disgusted, uh, or, like, excited, uh." Mm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's supposed to be things that, like, really disturb when you watch it. They're supposed to make you feel uncomfortable. The whole appeal is that, like, this is something, like...
0: Terrifying.
1: Terrifying. It's gross. It's wrong. It's, oh, my God, that guy had his head cut off. It was disgusting. Yeah. And so... When you're doing a horror movie about a slasher, there is essentially attacking a woman and her children.
0: Mm.
1: I like to believe that the children are at some point at risk. Yeah, yeah. Um, But in the back of my head while watching it, I was kind of constantly going, yeah, no, they'd be fine. Yeah, they'd they'd always fine. Nobody's got the balls to actually murder kids on tape. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) For some reason. Which is a shame. Uh,
0: But yeah, it was okay, I guess. Yeah. Serviceable for what
1: it was. It was enjoyable enough. Yeah. I thought the killer's mask was very impressive. I liked yeah. the idea that he wasn't overly explained. I liked the idea yeah. that he was, yeah, this boy got lost. I mean, it doesn't confirm that it is the boy in the woods. Yeah. Um, it sort of alludes to because he goes on about it's his house and he's been watching him for a long time and all yeah. the rest of it. Um, so I think you can pretty much guarantee it is him, but it doesn't actually say, oh, my God, Johnny's come home! Johnny's <laughs> yeah. come home! Yeah. There's none of that. It is just... And it's got a very low body count, which is something else I thought was quite weird mm. for a slasher
0: film. And um, then, I mean, how would how would they have brought the body count up if <laughs> yeah, like exactly. three, three people in the film? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, no, there was some there was some really good elements to it. They did a really good job of trying to do something interesting with the slasher genre. Yeah. Um, but for me, it was played too safe.
0: Yeah, no, I'd agree with that definitely. Yeah. Um, so next up, we had girl number two no this was just before, just after another lunch break so obviously you went to HMV again so Greg could pick up some <laughs> other things so we were a little bit late to this one too weren't we
1: I don't get out much these days so like the idea <laughs> of popping into town for a quick gander is like really appealing Yeah, because yeah. I like to shop I like to like buy shit that I can't afford <laughs> and so especially as HMV at the time had like a 5 for 80 offer on Arrow Video and 88 films it was like 5 for, 5 for 30 5 for 30 Perfect opportunity to like flesh out my Blu ray collection, which yeah. isn't already fleshed out enough. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. But yeah, so we were a couple of minutes late back. I think we missed like the sort of starting you intro. We missed the bit. setup
0: for girl number two, but the ending was great, I thought.
1: Yeah, we got the gist of it. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um, and yeah, again, um, funny. I laughed.
0: I liked it. Yeah, yeah, this one was a funny one and highly enjoyable.
1: What we saw of it. Yeah, so girl too. When a deranged killer sets his sights on an unsuspecting sorority, he realizes he's not the craziest one in the house. And yeah, we sort of come in late Yeah. Um, so we missed the sort of start. Yeah. yeah. The intro, but the basic gist off. was there was two girls in a room arguing while the killer's outside trying to get in.
0: Hmm.
1: And yeah, it was funny. It took a turn. There wasn't expecting. Yeah. Um, it keeps up the humor.
0: Yeah. I enjoyed Fair it. Worth checking out if you can yeah definitely and next up then we had children of the four directed by anitan gaffney yeah so it's a slasher set in israel um it's about essentially a volunteer comes over from america to help out in a kibbutz kibbutz yeah whatever the kibbutz is
1: yeah i don't know what that right, yeah. is either but anyway yeah, i'm please. assuming it's like some sort of jewish 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 <laughs> refugee camp
0: yeah, yeah um to help out with a bunch of other volunteers from around the world and yeah, what do you think? I thought it started
1: off strong. I was on board. Yeah. Um, the main, the lead, she can't act for shit. No, she was awful, <laughs> I was, to, to start with, like I said, I was on board, um, and I was thinking, oh, maybe this is her, like, she's putting up a front that she's yeah, like, yeah. everything is like, oh, yes, no, I agree. We should definitely not do that. Yeah, I thought yeah. like, oh, you know.
0: This is her acting. This as is her, an acting, acting like person. a good girl. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Acting like a boring. I'm going to convert to Judaism yeah. and be a good.
0: This is the actor acting like somebody acting. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but as it turns out, it's just an actress. I
0: can't act. Trying to act. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but looking past that, I thought it started off really strong.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, it's a strong concept and stuff like that. But like the the main actress just took me out of it, man. I couldn't. Because like she delivered ended. her lines like something you would just come be asked to be there. <laughs> you know? Um yeah, it, it had good slasher
1: elements. Um some of the kills were interesting. Yeah. I was I was on board and then it lost me towards the end, where we won't give anything away. But it, like it jumps from being a slasher movie to being an almost different kind of movie. Mm and I just thought it didn't sort of blend very well. I mean it's an interesting idea but didn't, it didn't really execute effectively for me. It wasn't yeah. executed effectively or it didn't it, it didn't feel right. I thought it was a bit of a cop out. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, on top know. of her like again cuz we go from she's trying to convert to living the life mm. of a Jewish woman following all the rules and regs to being hunted by a serial killer. To be in in a war torn part of the country. Yeah. And yeah, there were three elements that sort of, I don't know, it almost didn't mash together effectively for my liking. But I had Michael Ironside in it, and I'm all for Michael Ironside. I need some more Michael Ironside.
0: Michael
1: Ironside. He's the dude that owns the house, the American dude. Oh,
0: yeah, 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 he was calling it. He's not in enough stuff,
1: like. No. Have you seen Turbo Kid? No, I haven't. He's in Turbo Kid. Right. Okay, for everybody listening, a quick segue into a competition while we're talking about Turbo Kid. If you follow us on Instagram, I put up a thing ages ago about free ultraviolet codes, digital movies, free shit, because I don't use them. Um, except I put up the, you know, strictly limited to people in the UK because I don't know if the codes work abroad in foreign countries. So, Michael Ironside, if you can tell me, whoever tweets or direct messages us on the competition post that I will post on Instagram later this week, just after the episode goes live, can tell me which film from the list we've just discussed. So the answer is Children of the Fall, which film Michael Ironside is in. Whoever messages me first, I will give you a UV code for Turbo Kid.
0: Nice.
1: Just like that. Free. Bang. UV code. And maybe the next three people that message me can also have a code for some other random films, because i got loads <laughs> I don't know if they all work, but they're free. So Michael Ironside, Children of the Fall.
0: I don't know. Right next, we had the Fracture Visions Awards.
1: Yeah, because the Luz was postponed for yeah. later today. We sort of flew through the awards. Mm. I say we. Yeah, they, well, they
0: had to make up, make up time to. We had to make up time to on. fit in yeah. Luz. Um, which was
1: understandable, so they sort of cut breaks a little bit and all the rest of it to try and make up some time. Mm. Um, were there any of the awards in particular that you didn't agree with?
0: No. No, definitely not. Um,
1: obviously, yeah, the idea was that all these films had been through a series of judges, panel of judges, if you will, and they'd voted for various bits and pieces and thing, you know, various stuff won. Um, some of the winners, I say some of the winners, all of the winners can be found on the Fractured Visions <laughs>
0: <Pardon me. laughs> That's going to sound fucking great when I just start.
1: <laughs> start again. The winners of the uh, Fractured Vision Awards can all be found, I know for a fact, on the Fractured Visions Twitter account, which yeah. is at frac f r a c v i s. All one
0: word, obviously. All
1: one word. Um, I know they're all listed up on there. I can't remember more off the top of my head. I don't think there was any that I particularly disagreed with. I think I might have been quite surprised that Instinct won a couple of things. Yeah. More so than Dead Cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I kind of got the impression when Dead Cool was on, the Dead Cool was going to mop up. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I don't know if it's just because it was the first one I saw and was like, fuck, man, that was really yeah. good. Um, I believe Dead Cool did win one or two things. But um, did, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think Luz picked up a couple
0: as well. Uh, so next up, then we had Luz. Directed by Tillman Singer, and it's about a taxi driver who is possessed by a demon, I want to say? It's not really made clear.
1: It's Luz is
0: fucking weird. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's a really more long, more like, it I, it's really hard to describe <laughs> because it's just mental.
1: It's one of those films that you'll either love it or hate it, mm. it it's as clean cut as that. Um, and I'm, but I'm not entirely
0: sure where I sit. I know what you mean. I thought when I, well when we came out, I said like to you that I need some time to process what I've just seen because I'm not time to form an opinion yet. And I don't think I have now either. Still, It's I think I had the same thing with hereditary. I I came out. I watched hereditary after fin- after I finished it. I thought I'm gonna need some time just to process that before I form an opinion. I fucking love hereditary now because I've had time to reflect on what I saw. Yeah, you know. Um, and I think it's the same with Les. like, it's, when I think back on it, I think of this, there's a scene, like, I'm too much away, where she's recreating what happened the previous night, I think.
1: Yeah, she's hypnotised yeah. at this point. And the which way is they weird. shot
0: that was fantastic, I thought.
1: The way the whole thing is shot is amazing. Yeah. Um, Even if you, you, you end up hating it, you can't argue that, like, actually, the way it's shot and set up yeah. is fucking incredible. Yeah. It is like a mind trip of a movie. Like, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, but, yeah, for me, I was just lost. <laughs> yeah. Just, wow. Um, yeah, it's one of those ones you're just going to have to watch, I think. Yeah. It, there's so much going on in there such a is, short yeah, yeah, yeah. period of time yeah. and in such a short, small sort of area. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's all to do with, the yeah, air possession, yeah. hypnotism. Um, just It's just fucking batshit
0: crazy, man. yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely check check those out though. Even if like you end up hating it, please check it out because it was a trip. Uh, next up, then we got a short called Psycho Pumpas, directed by Lucy Gugetova, or Gugetova, something like that.
1: <laughs> Somebody else who's at the Yeah, she's at the festival all well. weekend.
0: Fair play. Uh, it's a gothic vampire story based on a poem by H. P. Lovecraft. Um, that was really good, I thought. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Shot really well the
1: the one thing that really stood out for me again was the the werewolf practical effects i thought it yeah, looked yeah, awesome yeah. man um again like we were saying before about shorts they obviously got really limited budgets mm. so if you're going to do some sort of effect and do it right yeah it's going to cost money yeah, yeah. um i'm not sure it's one of the questions i thought about asking about you know where the design came from in terms of mm. the werewolf um design yeah. the werewolf concept where did that come from because he's not like an overly gross hairy werewolf he's sort of a, essentially like a face transformation yeah yeah um, but I thought it looked really good I thought the idea was good I thought mm-hmm. she did a good job of knocking up the short yeah um, I'd be interested to see where else she's going. mind
0: yeah definitely yeah yeah that was really fun and then we had Lost in the Apocalypse a directed by uh, Sky Wang it's a Chinese zombie film I really enjoyed Lost in the Apocalypse yeah yeah man I wasn't
1: sold. I'm a big zombie guy, yeah. and uh, I just don't think it had enough zombies for me. Oh really? Yeah. Well, we sort of again without giving too much away. It's very sort of character story, yeah, driven and like the certain individuals almost sort of rites of not rites of passage, but like their progression as like they're realizing that they work for a piece of shit. Yeah, um, yeah. There's a lot of character development going on. Mm. Um, to the point where we don't really see a whole lot of zombie attacks or zombies yeah, like creeping up. Um, which is one of the things that when I would see a zombie movie, yeah. I want fucking zombies. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. so again, I don't know whether this was because we were into the evening of the second day, and I was, you know, starting yeah, to get a bit, a bit tapped bit. out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it wasn't bad by any means. Mm. No, um, I really enjoyed I've it. I thought seen it was fun. Seemed a hell of a lot worse. Yeah. Um, but I definitely, you know, be interested to see where else they, they they come up with the people behind it if they do any more.
0: Yeah, totally. And next up then we had a bit of a change to the um, layout where we had the main feature followed by the short last. So next up we had Puppet Master, The Littlest Reich, directed by Sunny Langen and Tommy Wilkend. What what can you say about that man? It's so good. Like... <laughs> it's
1: phenomenal. Yeah, it's so um, good. The Puppet Master franchise again is something that I've only recently started tapping into yeah, this yeah. year. Like literally this year. Well,
0: the first the episode we did on Puppet Master was the first time it you would te- the first time I'd watched Puppet, yeah, Puppet yeah.
1: Master. I have seen two and three since then. Yeah. Um Yeah. Well well, it's just fucking batshit crazy. Yeah. Um it completely sort of turns the history on its head. Um, it goes all out fucking bonkers. Yeah. Um, I think it's the last... I feel uh, like laugh out loud moments in the film. I think it was really... I think out of all the films on show, this was one of the ones where it was imperative to watch it in the cinema with a bunch of other horror yeah. fanatics. Yeah, yeah. Because the kills, all the kills the crap up, everybody just go,
0: Ooh, Oh,
1: yeah. fucking <laughs> hell! It was perfect. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think... The reason I sort of got, decided to really jump into the Puppet Master sort of universe was because of uh, Mr. S. Craig Zala. I don't know how you pronounce his surname, so you'll have to excuse me if I'm mangling that, but yeah, Bone Tomahawk, writer and director in and Cell Block
0: 99,
1: mm. um, yeah, he essentially wrote this, which made me automatically sort of jump on the Puppet Master bandwagon, yeah. and he did a fucking stellar job, like, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't wait to see what the fuck he does with Castle Freak, man. Oh I can't God, yeah. wait. <laughs> if this is his like yeah. reimagining of Puppet Master. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait the to see yeah. what Castle the fuck Pig he does with Castle Freak. Yeah, totally. It's gonna be amazing. Um but yeah, this was probably a highlight for me. This is yeah, probably your, like
0: one of the up there for me, like yeah, so
1: good. after two days of not I'm not gonna say slogging through movies, but do you know what I mean, come the second day of sitting through several movies, it yeah. does start to like
0: a bit. yeah i've been mean, yeah. sat in
1: this chair for the
0: best part of 14 15 yeah. hours <laughs> yeah. uh, you know
1: um yeah this was a real palette cleaner
0: yeah definitely yeah this is this a really fun film and i highly recommend anybody checking it out especially if it's playing in the cinema like do it definitely
1: yeah just to watch everybody's reactions yeah. to it like
0: it's a lot of fun this one
1: um, and somebody's got to pick it up for distribution in the UK cause I need a copy of it. Like,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> this has to go on my Blu-ray shelf somewhere. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, yeah, no, definitely highlight for me that yeah. weekend. And Barbara
0: Crampton. isn't it? Barbara Crampton. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, if you remember when we were discussing the first episode, Barbara Crampton was in Puppet Master yeah. for all of four minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was somewhat disappointed yeah. that my beloved Barbara was only four minutes yeah. in. Um. Oh, no, she takes a much bigger role in this. Yeah, yeah, oh, Barbara.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. She's looking pretty old in this one, though. I the think
1: world. they make her look pretty old in this one, to be oh, fair. Yeah? yeah, it's all effects. It's it? all effects. <laughs> they all make her look like an old haggard cop. <laughs> That's what it is. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, we'll have to check out Dead Knight. That's a more recent one. I don't think she looks as rough in that. Oh, okay, yeah. Not that she looks rough. Barbara can never look rough. <laughs> She's beautiful.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Next up, we had the last short of the festival called Portraits directed by Jonathan Zorin.
1: Yeah, again. Um I think they were they did a quick Q&A afterwards. They did, yeah. Um they said the whole thing was shot on 80 pounds. Yeah, which
0: is mental because it looked incredible.
1: It did have um somebody commented did say they had like a Sam Raimi Evil Dead 2 feel. Yeah. I felt it had more of an early Peter Jackson yeah, feel right. myself. Yeah, yeah. Um but yes, yeah, similar sort of styles
0: mm-hmm.
1: funny, dark. Yeah. Um Working out of Hereford College, I think they were at the time. I think they were some of the people involved with students in Hereford College. and Apparently, there's a big scene going on in Hereford at the moment. Um, And as I live in Talgarth, which isn't too far from Hereford, if ever you need a slightly balding, slightly fat tattooed guy to do anything, (laughs) let me know. I'll be well keen. As long as you no know. No marketable skills. You yeah. you do I've it. got no experience whatsoever, but I can fetch coffee or something. I don't mind, I was, unless I have to pay for it. In which case, I'm, I'm pretty broke. <laughs> yeah,
0: hit me <might> <laughs> yeah. steal at any price. <laughs> yeah. I'll do most things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that was fractured visions. The but first fractured visions
1: fractured visions year one yeah. yeah yeah big shout out to uh mr philip scott for sorting us out yeah uh, for his interview and treating us like royalty while we were there
0: yeah no fair play and he did put on an excellent film festival i can't wait for next year
1: yeah i oh, know i'm well up for next year um as well There's as something else coming
0: up in october as
1: well isn't he? yes i'd love to check the date i think it's october 28th, 28th though yeah, which yeah, is yeah. later this month yeah. um which again I think it ties up with Abattoir Film Festival right. um, to bring us a night to five films in one day Halloween special um, I don't think a full list has been released yet but if mm-hmm. you check the Facebook page um, I think Mandy is one of the films on show Nice. which I am
0: well up for yeah um, yeah I'm definitely keen to see on a big screen let's have a look <clears throat>
1: We've chosen five lacerating movies that celebrate both the new garden old with the likes of Panos Cosmatos, Gonzo masterpiece Mandy making its Welsh premiere along with Johnny... Fucking butchering people's names. Kevorkians? K-E-V-O-R-K-I-A-N-S. Kovorkians? Frightening Britchilla await further instructions. And John Nuts. <laughs> <U-T-Z. laughs> off! <Come on. laughs> Brutal psycho thriller. The Cleaning Lady, both making their Welsh debuts. The Cleaning Lady, a lot of people that I know that went to Fight Fest said The Cleaning Lady was fucking Bang. top stuff. Yeah. So, now, nah, man, as soon as tickets go on sale, I'm well up for that again. Three. Um, yeah, if anybody else is keen, let us know. We'll get a little party going on. Yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I think it's on a Sunday night though. So I let's just double check. So on the Sunday, what did I say was the twenty eighth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a Sunday. Right. So if everybody wants to go for a drink on the Saturday and then go in shit faced on the Sunday. I know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have been out for a drink in a while. I feel like I need one. <laughs> so while we were sat at the the tramshed cinema, we were sort of discussing about how much we actually liked being in that room for all those hours for those two days. And we're sort of thinking about actually it'd be pretty cool if we put on our own double feature. Yeah. Uh sort of once a month. The idea being that we'd reach out to people like Arrow Video and eighty eight films to try and get permission to screen some stuff. And essentially what we would do, we'd have a double feature and those two films would then be our next two episodes. Mm. The idea being that people can come along and see those movies and know what we 're talking about to give people the opportunity to see these movies yeah um, if it 's something you'd be interested in doing, then please feel free to let us know because the more people we can say that you know oh these people said they 'd come, the better because at the moment we 're sort of flapping around going, oh, by the way, we'd like to sort of put films on. We have no idea how to do it. Yeah, we have or not looked if...
0: into logistics of this thing at all. <laughs>
1: yeah, at all. <laughs> or we don't know if anybody's actually interested, because yeah. although we have people listening, nobody's, like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> coming to stuff.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, although we have people listening, it's one thing having people listening. It's another thing having people come to events. But the idea is that we would tie it up with the podcast, so that we could get some extra listeners to the podcast, and also show people some cool ass films.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, if you're interested in doing something like that with us, let me know so I can get some you know numbers to say. Oh well, we've had like thousands of people reach out saying that they want to come and sit in this 50 seat cinema
0: with us. So you yeah, know, you put up eight episodes, we got about 370 <laughs> views across all of them. Well, <laughs> across all. Of them. <laughs> Yeah, you never know, we so might get another spike. I think, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think our ambitions are a bit too
1: high for yeah. at the moment. But yeah, no, please feel free to reach out for something you'd be interested in hanging along to. Um, yeah. And the kind of movies you'd like to watch. Yeah. That's the other thing, it's like, you know, we, we'd we like to watch all sorts of fucking movies. Um, if there's something in particular that you'd love to see on the big screen, like for myself, I'd really love to see Killer Clowns from Outer Space in yes, the, on the big screen. Definitely. Um hell comes to frog town i 'd love to see on the big screen i 'd love to see what other people think of it as well while we 're watching it on the big screen. yeah, I think watching it in the cinema would be fucking phenomenal, just people just wondering what the fuck they 're watching
0: <laughs> um, Definitely.
1: Definitely. <laughs> but yes that 's it for this episode yeah we 're going to insert our bumper that we made <laughs> somewhere around here,
0: probably after you've said that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Social media, we do use some of it, and you can find us on some of it. For example, we use Instagram and Twitter. Feel free to follow us at Groovy Ghoulies Podcast on Instagram, or alternatively, find us at Ghoulies Podcast on Twitter. Or if you use Facebook, just search for Groovy Ghoulies Podcast, I guess. And there's a page there with not much information on it, but we're working on that. We are working on that.
0: Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much.
1: And see you again.
0: Bye.